0: was was I hyping up PlayStation (laughs) yes I love PlayStation yeah (laughs) so if you want to connect that to a game played on Switch Uh, yeah (laughs) I saw you on the (laughs) eShopper yeah well, yeah. DJ's full of
1: shit cuz he's always <laughs> yeah. looking for deals on the eShop. shop I um not nearly as well organized as the PlayStation store. <laughs> yeah, that, well, actually the play, PlayStation, PlayStation store is pretty kind of bad, bad too. too. They're all terrible. And actually, I would wager PlayStation's worse just because they filter. It's really hard to filter out like the avatars and the yeah. and the yeah. bullshit Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number 27. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolary. Hey, everybody. And DJ Mandolini. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Randall. Hello, DJ. We're missing uh, John Hines this week. He's uh, on his honeymoon in uh, Lake Geneva, so we'll uh, hopefully catch him next week. But uh, we're back to talk about some video games. So, uh, yeah, I think we can just dig right into it. Uh, Halloween just kind of came and went, and I know... uh, randall's been uh digging into the the game of the moment uh or at least the game that none well i guess none of us are playing it other than randall but i'm i'm definitely itching to but why don't you uh dig into the newest uh nintendo game per uh pursuing pixels yeah. uh fashion we have to have every nintendo game on pursuing pixels. <laughs> it's by by law uh yeah
2: luigi's mansion 3 developed by next level games uh, our friends that also made uh, Mario Strikers among the I many totally forgot that they made the. That, <laughs> have they made all the
1: Luigi's Mansion games? Yeah. Nice. I didn't know that,
2: I don't yeah. think. Yep. I think they definitely made Dark Moon at the very least. I think that it, Nintendo may have developed just the original Luigi's Mansion on GameCube, but.
1: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's good to know. Yeah, Strikers. I, I don't know if we've ever brought it up on the podcast, but the original GameCube Super Mario Strikers oh, yeah. is still one of the best multiplayer games I've ever played.
2: Oh, absolutely. Port it. Oh,
1: <laughs> seriously.
2: Or make a new one. Yeah. Yeah. Play it together. Get on at next level games. Anyways, let Nintendo tangent know. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's what happens when you bring up Mario Strikers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3, definitely uh, uh, apropos to release it during Halloween time. Because uh, I would consider this like a family friendly horror game. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, it's got those spooky, kind of dark, moody vibes, but it's still, you know, it's kind of goofy too. It's Luigi uh, with everything that comes with that, where. Luigi, as a character, doesn't play up the normal like hero tropes. Like he finds himself a little scared, a little awkward, uh, and that kind of comes through in the character of this game, uh, where he's kind of as he's opening doors, he's like hesitant about it, and he's kind of shaking. He's so like afraid of what's around the other side of this door in this room that he knows he needs to explore. Um, so it adds a lot to this the personality of this game. Um, you feel like you're watching like uh, like some sort of kids CGI movie sometimes when you're, when you're watching this just because he emotes so much, uh, which is a lot of fun. Have you guys played any of the Luigi's Mansion games before?
1: I, I have dipped into the GameCube one just a little bit. like yeah. I, I probably played a, a couple hours or whatever, but I, I got stuck at some point and, and just moved on to whatever the next thing was. And sure. I do own the 3DS one, but I've, I've yet to boot it up, actually. Okay. It was just something I picked up because I was like, ah, I
0: know I want to play this eventually and just haven't gotten around to it. But what about you, DJ? I have never played a Luigi's Mansion game, which is kind of surprising because luigi is definitely my favorite nintendo character just nice one of the more humble characters yes i'd say obviously um (laughs) but no i've well i never owned a gamecube so i missed out on a lot of stuff from back then so i just never got into it and here i am not knowing anything about my favorite (laughs) character's franchise yeah this is his
1: main deal this is his game Yeah. And I really like I like the also like I know you brought up like his kind of like cowering, like he's not the typical hero. Right. You know, not playing those typical tropes, but I like his like. They always bring like kind of a self-aware sense of humor to that character as Absolutely. well. Like they're they're kind of happy to poke fun at him a little bit or uh, sometimes tear him down a little bit. I mean, they, they yeah. really dig into <laughs> Luigi in some of these games. But but yeah, I, li- I like like the like you said, it's like horror, but there's like that just charming kind of goofy quality to it as well. When you press down on the D-pad, he says
2: Mario like, he's like <laughs> and you can press that as as you need. so so that will it's pretty good. <laughs> uh just yeah it's got so much character and just i i love playing as luigi uh, i'm glad they gave him his his own room to uh to have his own game yeah and how's flex. the
1: how's the gameplay in this new one like is it similar to the first and the in the second game Is yeah, it pretty much that's pretty kind of the on reason that? i was
2: asking too is they're they're all really similar if i'm being honest um you're, yeah. you're kind of using your poltergeist which is this vacuum and you're doing a lot of vacuuming in this game which it's kind of fun too. Um, it's definitely, it's like very environmental puzzle heavy. Like each room is kind of its own puzzle where you're kind of looking around it like I spy of, of you know... You know, this looks a little weird over here. This chair looks like it could move or um, it looks like there's a drape covering over this shelf that probably has some gold or coins or maybe even a secret gem underneath. So if I vacuum up uh, that sheet that's covering it, that it's going to open up some new things and maybe a spider pops up, too, that I have to battle with. But that's okay uh, because I'm finding treasure um but that's that's really the core gameplay loop of this is secrets uh and just ex- exploration uh of levels it's definitely not a platformer uh in fact you can't even jump um you're just luigi with his his uh super vacuum his poltergeist um that can also blow out air um and you also have a uh flashlight that you use to kind of look around uh the rooms that you can do this kind of flashlight burst um, to, to different effects and it it works differently, uh, on different puzzles. But the main component of using that flashlight is actually to, uh, to shock ghosts because you're also, besides looking at the rooms and solving these puzzles, uh, occasionally you'll run into these ghosts, which are your kind of primary enemy, um, different types of ghosts. There's kind of normal ghosts that have a set amount of hit points that you need to suck up into your vacuum. Um, you flash them with a flashlight. It kind of sends them into a shock uh, where they're not moving anymore. That allows you to start the vacuuming process. And it's kind of this battle, um, kind of like like a Ghostbusters movie where, you know, you have to keep the vacuum on them and uh, you're kind of struggling as they're kind of trying to pull away and get away from you. Um, you're watching their kind of health meter go down uh, if you pull in the opposite direction with your analog stick, uh, a meter starts kind of creeping up until you can hit the A button. And that allows you to smash the ghosts and really do some damage to them. Um, but then oftentimes they'll, they'll kind of break out of that hold that you have with a vacuum. And you're kind of chasing them around the room. They might turn invisible for a little bit. So there's kind of some battles, uh, a little battle system there that's pretty unique, too. And they kind of play that up in the boss battles that happen. Uh, as well. So, the core conceit of all of these games is you're searching a, a spooky mansion. Um, and in this game, each mansion level uh, has a different boss. And you can't get to that level of the mansion until you find these uh, elevator buttons. And typically, it's been the bosses that drop these elevator buttons so you can advance to the next level and uncover new secrets and maybe uncover a rare ghost with your infrared. Light, which is another thing you c- your flashlight can do. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of different kind of things that keep this game moving that keep it really unique. And I'm enjoying it so far.
1: Yeah, I like how, again, uh, since you're saying that it plays so similar, to, similarly to the first game. Uh, and the other games in the franchise like I like how it it almost is structured or or it plays out like almost like a point and click adventure game yeah. that, that you have more like agency over you know you do have like an avatar that you're controlling instead of a cursor yeah and then you do like you're saying you have these ghost battles and these different like puzzly elements or just like a little bit of like timing puzzles or quick time event type stuff or yep. whatever it might be but I, I, I like that because like point and click adventures can like a lot of them revolve around like some interesting stories or some interesting environments or vibes or whatever moods and again this is like i'm a we're all i shouldn't say we're all i shouldn't speak for all of us but i'm definitely a nintendo sucker like i just i like the charm that they typically put into most of their games like i i just go for go for it typically you know so to know that they got this like kind of spooky but charming luigi self-aware humor I, i'm i'm pretty much all in i don't know why i haven't picked this up yet and it's one of those games that i'm sure is i haven't actually seen it on the shelf in a store yet sure but i'm sure once i walk past it i'm just gonna be like, ah screw it i'm just yeah <laughs> so yes. i just yeah i just haven't seen it in person yet so. and it's a hey, to be
2: fair it's a full price game so you know that's not always the easiest either so yeah 60 bones uh but yeah. I'm, I'm
0: thinking it's worth it so far not not that you know time played translates into price but how like how much time do you think you'll be putting into this game
2: so i'm probably like four hours in right now and i'm thinking the way this is shaping up it's it's probably going to be under 10 hours i would assume um and i'm okay with that uh because they've they've definitely packed a lot of love into the environments and and kind of how the game plays out and um i haven't even uncovered any of like i technically went to this mansion with mario and peach and toad you think they would have all learned by now but no so they're (laughs) they're all lost so i haven't found any of them yet so maybe the game will be even longer than i think but no i'm enjoying it i think it's worth it um
1: other things that i sounds
0: like a great yeah great constraint I'm, oh I'm yeah i'm always
1: into that eight to ten hour range is perfect you know? I, I mean I, I there are longer totally games agree. i love and shorter games i love but yeah that for this type of like kind of semi-story driven adventure kind of thing uh, yeah eight to tens is about perfect oh absolutely because i actually finished the game right you know <laughs> yes, it's like i keep... almost never finish a 20 30 hour game let alone you know 50 plus yeah otherwise i'll say this game has, has really good sound design
2: <coughs> Ugh, geez really good sound design (laughs) yeah hold on no worries
0: choking on a ghost
2: there (laughs) (laughs) but yeah all i was trying to choke out if i can still do it (laughs) is it had great sound design that's all i was gonna try to say and use the shoulder buttons don't use the face
1: buttons (laughs) okay because it's a dual analog control scheme okay now, how, uh, not to put you on the spot now that you're, uh, choking over there, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, one of the things that really caught my eye about this game is like, uh, I saw in some of the trailers or maybe just some of the lead ups in one of those like Nintendo direct videos or whatever it was. But like in the at least in the first game, it's like you're just in this mansion and it's a spooky, you know, kind of cartoony Resident Evil mansion style vibe the whole time through. But it looked like this was like different floors of the mansion or like you're in the desert zone, essentially, or the jungle zone or the it, it looked like they had some like different, very, very varied. Uh, themes and stuff to the levels which definitely caught my eye like I'm just like you know if I'm gonna spend eight to ten hours playing a game I like to see a little variety right yeah and I I will say they've,
2: they've tried to have different themes so far it's mostly been kind of the same mansion thing so far for me with a slight variation but I've seen hints that they're going to open it up a little bit more than they have in previous games with the themes as well so I'm looking forward to that
1: nice yeah, well, I guess we'll probably talk more about this game, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. I'm sure John will be picking this up as well at some point. Of oh, so. course.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, uh, any more to add on to that, uh, Randall? Not that I can choke out, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, good deal. Well, uh, I guess I'll just uh, move on to something I've been playing this week, which no real connection. I've been playing this game called Kuso, uh, K U S O. Uh, And it was just, uh, I think at full price, it's like five bucks on the eShop. And it's a it's a super short uh, 2D side scrolling platformer. Um, Again, you know, even more primitive visually than uh, Anodyne, which I talked about last week. Um, But it's it's just you play like almost like a stick figure, like it almost looks like you're playing like a, a character. Like some of the visuals are a little bit beyond this, but your character looks like it could almost be like in like number munchers or something like that i mean it's like really primitive love me so uh the munchers. way this yeah oh yeah <laughs> but uh the thing that the thing that i like about this game a lot it's uh it's a super tough like really difficult platformer but uh yeah, i wouldn't say as difficult as something like the seasides and celeste or anything like that but it's definitely a pretty tough platformer that's kind of what you're going for and it's kind of built around speed runs. Um, and stuff like that. But there's a few different difficulty settings. It's, it's just very accessible. Uh, not so much like there's not like assist modes like there are in Celeste, but it just kind of has you can play a mode where you just have unlimited lives and you're, you know, the, nothing changes in the game. Otherwise, you just have unlimited lives. Nice. And then they have like a standard difficulty setting where you have 200 lives to get through the game. And then they have like a super hardcore difficulty where I think you get like 20 or 25. It didn't have an actual number. It just had like kind of little check marks or pluses or something representing how many lives you had left. OK, um, but it looked like about 2025 20, on that, like super hard difficulty. And then uh, the other real main uh, you can just jump. You can run side to side and jump. And then the other gameplay mechanic is that you can just uh, you can place a checkpoint at the press of a button at any point. So like you can. Place as many or as few of them as you would like. So even if you're playing on the unlimited mode, you can be like, okay, I want to have kind of like a leisurely experience where I'm not under the gun of running out of lives and getting a game over. But I can still like say, hey, I want to beat this whole level without setting a checkpoint for myself or. Man, that challenge was so frustrating. Like as soon as you get past it, you can just like checkpoint. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. so it's I, I found myself like I, I played through this game one time and it, on the first playthrough, it took about an hour and 10 minutes. I mean, it's a super short game, oh, wow. huh. um, but uh, it, it gave me like a ranking at the end for like how many checkpoints I, I just played on the unlimited mode. I think I already said that, but I just it gave me a ranking for how long it took me, how many checkpoints I had placed uh, throughout the game. And uh, I got D's and F's <laughs> and everything. <laughs> hey, um, and again, I, I was just kind of trying to to play through the game, but it's got yeah. like a really great, uh, like super chill. I don't again, I don't think it was stuff made for the game specifically. I could be wrong about that, but like a super chill, uh, just like, you know, like J Dilla esque style beats. I, maybe that's a little bit of over overselling the You're selling <laughs> the, me be, now. the beats here, but it just like really chill, kind of like jazzy, instrumental hip hop vibes yeah. to the beats. Um, or to the music in the game and uh, otherwise the game is I think pretty much made uh, solely by one guy, uh Fred Wood, huh? Um, and it's also comes with his previous game was called Love. Um, and I believe he's like, you can play the original versions of the level in this like independently, but there's also a version like I played through love and Kuso together, which is about 41 uh, like challenges of levels. but it's it's pretty much your typical, platforming fair you know you got platforms that disappear and reappear like some of the levels in like mega man where you have to like time your jumps on these reappearing platforms or you know there's like spinning saw blades basically anything that's uh that's white in the game uh like that are just like these bright white pixels are interactive and for the most part it's going to kill you every now and then there'll be like a white like not it won't be filled in white. It'll just be kind of out, an outline of white, and there'll be like these springboards essentially. Like when you land on them, you just keep springing okay. yourself. But it's you know it's it's really just precise, tight platforming with with pretty tight controls. Every once in a while, there's like a little bit of finickiness. But for for a little five dollar game, again, it's not doing anything overly innovative. But I really like that like hardcore like I, I still had the satisfaction of like at almost every especially later in the game like every little challenge that i was overcoming was like that felt great but i was also able to just casually place a checkpoint and obviously it didn't fare well for me in the the ranking <laughs> department at the end of the game but it was just kind of like a nice nice leisurely experience but one that i think that i'll honestly go back to and like try to play at least see if it cuz i think i died about 400 times um Jeez. and I but I'd like to see if I could maybe do it within the 200 deaths and kind of keep myself, you know, maybe maybe try a run with like or or try a run like going for not worrying about how many times I die but just placing like no checkpoints and right. just trying to beat each level on its own. Um yeah, and especially one, when one it's cool. fresh
2: in mind that that seems like a good call.
1: Yeah, and one one of the cool things too is like I like how a lot of the levels are structured where like the the very first level or one of the first levels at least is like structured where you're on the bottom hat. You're on the bottom of the screen, like bottom left of the screen, and you can see the exit on the top left of the screen. But you clearly have to go to the right, and you have to go all the way to the right, like a d- you know, the levels scroll along, and you're like scrolling along, you know, overcome a decent amount of challenges, and then you got to get up to the upper layer and across the whole top part uh, without, uh, you know, and get to that top area. But if you fall down, you're going to end up back at the beginning again. If you've placed checkpoints, you can just kind of. Jump off the edge and fall off the cliff or whatever and, and respawn. But if you're again playing not uh, with placing any checkpoints, you know, you're gonna be right back at the beginning of that right. level, which is again, they're almost structured like single screen challenges, but they're they, dev- they scroll a little bit, but they're like really bite sized challenges. But really, really had a good time playing this game, and the soundtrack contributed to it a lot. It was a game that I thought I would kind of throw podcasts on during, and right, or you know. Whatever, but I, I was loving the soundtrack. Like every level was like an exciting, uh, like for the most part, again, pretty primitive visuals. The the colors would just kind of change. Like oh, the last level is purple. This one's kind of like a turquoise, uh, you know, the pixels. But really, otherwise, like everything's just white and then one color. Um, but yeah, the soundtrack was something to look forward to on each and every level. So nice. Like, yeah. So. Highly recommended, even if only for the soundtrack, but definitely just like a really tight, super fun, uh, hardcore platformer with a lot of accessibility options.
2: How do you compare it to VVVVV?
1: Uh, pretty similar. I mean, uh, yeah, I would, I would say that's a, that's a pretty good touchstone. I would say the challenge is a little less. Okay. Um, it's still tough, but VVV, I actually was playing a little bit of that recently nice. or not too long ago and, uh, was getting my ass handed to of me or some as of you do. at least <laughs> yeah, at least some of the, like, special challenges. But I like, too, there's, like, there's just nothing to collect. There's nothing. This game is Love just, like, that. just yeah. beat the levels, and that is it. There's nothing, like, am I missing something? There's no secret areas. That's there's no nice. anything. It's just, like, that's it. And there there are a few levels that throw a little visual variety. Like, there were some that seemed like I was kind of, like, inside, like, the intestines of some kind of monster or something. Nice. Or um, but yeah, that you know, there's just like saw blades, like I was saying. There's dripping, like kind of acid. Again, it's just like a white drip, but like it kills you if you touch it. It's one hit death too, which I don't believe I mentioned. But it's uh, yeah, and just that instantaneous. Like as soon as you die, you respawn at your whatever you placed your most which recent checkpoint. So yeah, yeah. So definitely recommend this one. for five bucks. It goes on sale every now and then. But again, just for five bucks. Again, it's it is a short experience, but one that I can see myself kind of picking up when i just have a little bit of time to kill the short experiences are underrated i think. super underrated yeah. yeah well uh i guess moving on from there to another semi-short
0: experience yeah, let me tell you about a short experience <laughs> take it away uh well people who have been listening to the podcast know that i've been playing darkest dungeon lately but uh you know I've found myself a nice alternative to that. Uh, maybe a more, more pleasant game than oh, the oppressive okay. yeah. atmosphere that darkest dungeon brings. A little uh, light at the end of the tunnel. Okay. If you will, you <laughs> <asshole>. <laughs> uh So saw this game on the PlayStation store line light um, in the trailer. Like it was pitching itself as like, Oh, just like just, just distill a game to like its most simple form. And, like, in this game, you're just this, like, white little line segment that's moving along all these, like, branching paths, and each screen you're pretty much just solving these little puzzles, like, needing to activate certain gates or, like, get past enemies based on certain timing and whatnot, and... These are, I'd say, also really bite-sized puzzles. You're going through like they take maybe up to a minute, and the level itself, like, it almost like plays out like a constellation. Like once you beat one screen, like you you see the path expand, and you're in this kind of like almost outer space sort of setting. Almost uh, it's it looks like a, like. T- like a two D perspective. Yeah, or, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I apologize for
1: <laughs> just making sure. But,
0: yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah and it's uh the soundtrack of this game is super chill it's just like this delicate piano music it's super relaxing that So sounds like, nice it oh oh man
1: <laughs> <laughs> it looks really cool you when you mentioned that you were playing it i checked out the trailer i was like this game looks pretty interesting
0: yeah yeah and like a, as i said the pretty bite-sized puzzles like they don't take too long like they're 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 challenging enough but they're not like god oh, geez, i don't think i'm gonna be able to do this um there is some exploration i stumbled upon i guess like there can be some like secret paths that just take you to more challenging puzzles which i kind of appreciate like you'll you'll collect these uh like these stars these like gold stars as you go through the game and solve the puzzles but like you can also find these like green stars if you happen to like be moving like along this path in a certain way and you discover, oh, there's another path here. Um, so one uh a really cute thing in this game that I appreciate. so like you're you're a little white line segment, and there are other line segments that will hurt you, like there's red ones, there's orange ones, um like red ones will move automatically. Like, orange ones will move uh, as you move, which uh. is kind of cool mechanic. Um, yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. Um, at the end of each uh, level, there will be a segment where you're moving down a path and, like, parallel to you, one of these enemy uh, segments will be moving along a path of their own. So you'll both be moving together, but you'll, like... Be helping each other get through each other's paths. Like yeah. you'll activate a gate for them to get past uh, a certain barrier, and then they'll do the same for you. And it's kind of like almost a—I don't know—just very cute. Like a oh, we're, we're friends we're now. Oh, like yeah. the
1: end of braid, kind of. Oh, or yeah, something that too, yeah. Like
0: triggering stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really cute, and you know, every time they introduce a new mechanic, they they do a good job of uh making it clear how the mechanic operates like they they pace their puzzles i'd say really well so it's it's one of the more intuitive games i've played i'd say nice Um, i'd say the levels are like 15 to 30 minutes long um so i've Hmm. done i've done four i imagine there's like eight but that's longer than i would have expected honestly yeah yeah huh. um so i'd say i I'd, I'd imagine this will be within five hours but who knows maybe they don't abide by like this standard like eight level yeah that just site. seems
1: like typical video there's eight worlds you know yep. that just yeah. seems like i guess that's very nintendo it's very
0: nemoto sure. yep
1: yeah But this isn't a nintendo game so they'll be <laughs> doing
0: their own thing that's
1: right now are, are they incorporating any kind of like story stuff into the game at all or is it just Not like game just gameplay just hmm. gameplay i love it yeah i love it um yeah and it's line light uh, all one word, correct? Yes, sir. Cool. Lowercase any- if
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking matters. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure for that uh, search engine optimization, That's or whatever right. it's called. I better not see any hashtags <laughs> <get> capitalized.
1: <laughs> well, nice,
0: nice. But yeah, it's been a very, very enjoyable, relaxing experience that I've needed after some of the more aggravating games I've played. Oh yes, <laughs> those experiences are valuable. Yeah, that sounds like something I
1: could definitely use uh, at the moment, because uh, I went from basically from playing Kuso to playing another uh, kind of hardcore not platformer per se. This is actually uh, it is an auto scroller, an auto runner. It's called the uh, Atomic Run Gun Jump Gun, uh, which is yet another game that is quite a mouthful. <laughs> Run um, Gun Jump Gun is one word. Yeah, all one <laughs> word. And atomic is spelled with a uh, K instead As of a do. C. Yeah. So, uh Yeah. So remember that. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but anyways, this is another game I kind of caught my eye just because it has like really bright, like neon, like also almost like acid trippy kind of visuals, like, yeah, um, like cyberpunk kind of vibes. But it's like. You know, they kind of describe it as like you're playing this like space opera. But basically, basically, you're just playing this character. Uh, but they the presentation is really nice. Like, I, I really like the neon visual aesthetics. There, there could be maybe a little more variety, but I do like like in between each level, they do these uh like little character vignettes where there's just some, kind I don't even know if they're enemies or whatever, but they're just kind of like talking trash to you. <laughs> like nice. I, it, I, I'm assuming by the end of the game, I'm not quite to the end yet, but I'm assuming there'll be some kind of culmination of what's going on. Like there's one uh, character that like the first time I came across, it's like this orange, like just scramble of pixels. And like each time I see this character again, it like is a little more clear than the last time. And I'm starting oh, to cool. like, it almost looks like Luke Skywalker esque, uh, kind of in design but there's all kinds of different like monsters and whatever but again i I don't really see the context other than they look cool yeah um but the presentation this is another game that like not i don't think there's a ton of songs here but that definitely has like just like a kind of like chill electronic soundtrack uh it gets a little intense at times the music which fits the gameplay for sure and this is i think i don't think i mentioned it's a 2d side scroller as well Um, and basically you're you're Constantly running to the right, and then you can either hold down, you, you can remap it to whatever buttons you like, I guess, but you hold down one button to either uh, shoot straight ahead, um you know, straight to the right, or you hold down a button to shoot downwards, which will then kind of almost act as like a jet pack. So okay. you're like floating, you're like almost like feathering on both of these buttons. Like a lot of times I find myself like holding down the fire button, and that's you're not getting any recoil from that, like you're not like traveling slower or anything like that when you're firing straight ahead. Uh, but when you're firing downwards, so it's it's for whatever reason it's kind of easier for me to hold down the fire button in most cases and then kind of feather my thumb on the B or on the jump button to kind of like keep my elevation steady or or get above like and you're you're basically weaving through spikes and some of these levels have uh you're weaving through Spikes, Buzzsaw, all the t- same shit that's in Kuso. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just play Kuso. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but it's really like I'm just getting into some levels that are starting to get really tricky where there's like so the screen will wrap in some of the levels where so you're if you go up above the top of the screen like some there's walls and barriers and whatnot but then you'll you'll go up. Above the top of the screen and then come up from the bottom of the screen, you know, so it's the screen's kind of wrapping and you're having to weave through and each of the levels has like a set number of these atomic collectibles. And that's how you unlock more levels. Although I will say um, in the first world, I collected all of them. And now that I'm in the third world of I think there's only three worlds. Um, I'm getting to where, like, I'm barely collecting any of them, but thankfully, like I said, I've unlocked all the worlds already just right. by collecting, even before I finished the first world, collecting all of them, nice. uh, I unlocked everything in the game, I believe other than maybe some of the secret levels, um, which I've only unlocked one of, which was extremely difficult. And this is a really, really tough game. The levels are super bite sized like maybe... 15 20 seconds okay 30 seconds at the most if you on on the run that you beat them but there's some like there's a level I was playing earlier probably for 10 15 minutes by the time I beat it yeah um and I, I am getting definitely towards the the latter stages of the game um but yeah it, it just has like some really interesting like the the chunk that I'm in now again I, I started saying this I didn't even get through the thought but like I'm I'm Not only is the screen wrapping at times, but I'm also they're adding in uh, water into the gameplay. So, like, you'll have to get some momentum from above the water so that you dip down deep enough Ah, into the water. And then once you're underwater and you use the jetpack, you're actually going in the opposite direction. That's shooting you downwards because your character will kind of do like a flip once you're underwater. If you get enough, you know, you have to get deep enough. But again, you're dodging like some of the walls are lined with spikes Sometimes there's like little enemy like spaceships. again It almost plays like a little bit of a shmup more than a platformer.
0: It sounds um, like a sweeter version of that jetpack game <laughs> from from way back when. Yeah, a little
1: bit. It's it kind of is, and it, it really is fun. And I I really am. It's another game that like I'm finding myself. I know I say this all the time, but like I play these kind of games that are pretty mechanics driven. Like once I get the feeling of the game, I end up like throwing a podcast on. But it's one of those that as soon as the podcast ends, I'm just like playing these levels or it's I'm one more try, one more try, and I. End up playing 10 or 20 more and that i guess is just the way i play games <laughs> but because i do that all the time but only with games that i like you right know? so that, another that's, game to
2: scratch the itch for that then
1: that's good exactly and it's 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 got just a, a really nice aesthetic I, I that i appreciate quite a bit um it doesn't like some of these games that have this like really neon like over the top kind of aesthetic can lean a little too like katana zero we talked about can lean a little bit too much into like what's going on or like this is like fucked up just to be fucked up or yeah. whatever. And I kind of appreciate that this is just like weird to be weird, but without being, you know, without like pushing the envelope or yeah, whatever without you being edgy. Call it. Yeah. Exactly. Or try-hardy. So right. I I appreciate that a lot. So and it, and it's just the controls are really it controls really nicely. It does default to like using the right trigger for one button and the and the left trigger for, you know, shooting down, one for shooting forward um yeah. but i switch it to b and y but you can literally switch it to any buttons that you like you can That's you can definitely nice. switch it to you know you could play with one hand if you wanted to for nice. sure so yeah a lot of fun and uh it's just a well polished uh experience nice heck yeah well i guess uh i guess auto runners are just kind of in the air for us right now because <laughs> dj and i have still been playing a little bit of a uh, race the sun oh, I, well, I should say a that. lot of it yeah. for DJ oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh but man we we have just been I, I can't just express enough how fun this game is to just pass the controller back and forth uh and I know last time we talked about it a little bit last week I'd played just a couple runs and then John DJ and I played a handful probably for about an hour before we recorded the podcast but like right before but uh there's even more to this game than we kind of realized and, and not to say so much but there's like multiple modes. And
0: uh, yeah, I know you've played a little bit more than me, DJ. So why don't you uh, yeah, I mean, take some of that away? Apocalypse mode uh, just seems like uh, just a much harder version of the standard game. Like <laughs> the first region, like I can barely got I barely got through once. Um, Isn't the was, normal game hard in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
1: it's it's a significant apocalypse. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's unavoidable for you, DJ. <laughs> Um, and then there, there's another mode called uh, like labyrinth mode, uh, and it's a bit different. Uh, it's more of a top down perspective. Oh, interesting. Um, still still an auto driver. I yeah, guess. And I guess we should specify this one's actually like in 3D and it's
1: almost like from a Star Fox perspective, although you're not necessarily flying, although maybe in this case, I don't know, but you're you're kind of just behind the ship and kind of steering there's more going on than
0: just steering, but you're steering around obstacles. Right. Uh, and with this labyrinth mode, I think it's you move a little slower, um, but you're really making these decisions to assess, like, which path is going to correctly get you out of here. Oh, like wow. it, it is somewhat puzzly, I guess. Nice. Um, and the way that they uh advertised it was uh they they said that it could be beaten unlike the other modes where you're just going as long as you can go and just racking up high score labyrinth mode can allegedly be beaten i i wasn't able to get very far and it's <laughs> wow. um, still pretty tough even even though it's like at a decreased speed yeah um, it's still like needing to make super tight you know turns and everything and and just all those challenges like so each
1: like i think we brought this up a little bit but now that we've seen more of them like there's like when you're playing the main mode of the game there's like three challenges at all times like until you that allow you to level up and then once you level up to i think was a level 25 25 is the max
0: and that's what unlocks these other modes and like other like upgrades and stuff like that you can get for your ship, like tighter turns, which we hadn't yeah. discovered before, which is just like, oh, my God. It's a, Yeah, it ability. takes just a
1: slight adjustment. But then it's like, OK, I got a little more. I can I can like, for example, like the little in between each region when the bird drops those pickups. It's like now that I have this tighter turning, it's like I can actually get those pickups every time or almost every time.
2: Yeah. Seems like that um, would make all of the difference in that game. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, and another thing, too, that we didn't really get too much into, I think we might have mentioned the portals that you can uh, end up in in some of the early regions, but, like, they really change up the visual style. Like, once you – you know, we mentioned it's just kind of, like, minimalist and gray, but, like, you'll go into this portal, and, again, these are newly procedurally generated levels every single day um, or every 24 hours, and, like, you'll be in, like – you'll be kind of, like, more along, like, a river, and, like, there's trees and deer walking along. and whatnot and i that's really the only uh, other area i've seen or you've been to yeah. like some
0: kind of like outer space yeah, it was area a void it was still you know same colors as the normal game just like grayish but you know in a way different kind of context where it's just like basically a bunch of asteroids everywhere that you're just dodging in this vast emptiness kind yeah of.
1: Okay. And again, this is another one that has a uh, PlayStation VR support and probably VR support on other platforms if it's available, but right. I just I really want to try this game in VR. I'm I'm probably going to pony up once uh once Black Friday. You say Black out. Friday's right around the corner now. I know. I finally finally put it off so it's between that or the Xbox one. I'll have to see oh, what boy. I end up uh Come going on, with. Come on, man. <laughs> what? We'll see what the better deals end up being. But I do right. now that I have that Game Pass subscription, I, I really want to have like a console that's just hooked up. I mean, my laptop works OK, but it would be nice to just have like a console. And there's just almost double the games available on the Game Pass console, you know, on the Xbox console than there are on PC. So. Right.
0: You, you can stick with Xbox. I'll uh, I'll get PSVR. Okay. I've, I've never done any VR. I've actually. not either. So neither have I. I, I wonder. Oh, if- man. Uh, what if we we get first we might that would be (laughs) Uh, that would be a huge bummer just
1: drop 300 bucks and (laughs) you can't play it it's
0: pretty common um yeah Yeah, it was really sweet uh when we were you know playing race the sun how uh you were able to see what my high score was for a day uh like as we were going through like once you get to a certain point where you pass like your own like personal best or your someone on your like friends lists like personal best like it just pops up and nice. it's almost
1: like a banner like kind of hovering above the the, the map. point at which you would be yeah their like score, as yeah. soon as That's you pass cool. this point you'll beat their score which yeah it's it's a really nice especially like if you have a bunch of friends that have this game i'm sure it could get super competitive oh, yeah. so Um, I know you said uh, we misspoke last week and this game was a PlayStation Plus game at some point. So I know Randall's got it sitting on his PS4. So, um, um, yeah, I'm excited to hear what you think about this one. Uh, Oh, it's on your PS3.
2: Okay, Well, both because because it just gets tied to your account from when it was PS Plus on PS3.
1: Nice. uh, Because there's a PS4 version, you get it. Yeah, nice. isn't Sony nice,
0: everybody? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do we do stand a little bit for Nintendo over here, little so bit. it's nice to give a little little Small PlayStation mom. love I once love in a while. Love PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that pretty that pretty much wraps it up with Race the Sun, but uh One other game we wanted to talk about real quick, Uh, DJ and I were kind of perusing, just poking around on the Nintendo uh, Switch eShop earlier, and there was a game on sale. Uh, Even though we did not buy it, there was a demo available, and DJ picked it up. It's called uh, Jet Cave Adventure, and that's cave with a K. Yep. But uh, why don't you talk about this? I only played for like five seconds, DJ, but... uh, It uh, look from the little bit I watched, it was like a lot more than meets the eye. The trailer
0: was just underwhelming to me. But watching it in action, it was like, this looks pretty cool. Yeah, the the gameplay in the trailer um, made it seem like kind of a Donkey Kong Country Returns or Tropical Freeze kind of gameplay, like a 2.5D platformer. Um, Which sounds good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, with, but it looked like it had like a, a dash mechanic. Um, so booted up the demo and it uh, it it handles like butter, I think. I Ooh. don't know. It, like it it's pretty, pretty smooth, like pretty a little more agile than I was expecting it to. Agreed. To feel. Even from watching the
1: trailer, like I thought I was like, ah, oh, this looks kind of stiff. It looks kind of janky. And in action, it was like,
0: this is pretty smooth. Yeah, so you're you're just this this caveman named named Cave with a K. <laughs> <laughs> um and you're you're just on some uh island and uh, there's some like alien whose spaceship crashed and he uh discards this jetpack. Uh so you get you you take it for yourself and so uh you have sort of a double jump that also comes with the ability to dash as well so there's really a lot of it's more like a hover than a got. double jump because you can like kind of yeah. jetpack for like you can go a little bit up but, but, but yeah it is more more for the hovering ability Yeah, yeah for the and like you mentioned even action. more that
1: i was gonna say even more of that donkey kong country
0: returns yeah. vibe yeah. Yeah. yeah um so yeah it's, it, it just feels like maybe a, a more mobile donkey kong country returns game uh i'd say you know uh only the first three levels are in the demo. So, you know, TBD as to like, you know, how good the level design itself is. But in terms of like how I felt going around, like I I felt great. Like I. Uh,
1: it already felt like they were throwing some like clever ideas into the level design, nice. I thought,
0: just from watching you play. Yeah. It, and I just it's on sale for 15 right now. And like I feel like I should just pull the trigger on it. I'm just so used to only getting games within like ten dollars that uh, I'm maybe holding out that it'll be even cheaper, but I mean it says it said it'll be thirty six levels and Oh nice. I mean and they,
1: and they yeah. were the three levels you played were like decently substantial. Like I would say it probably took you twenty ish minutes oh, to nice. play through that demo. Wow. Fifteen, twenty minutes or so. Yeah. yeah. So like the levels were decently expansive. Like the at least the levels we play or that I watched you play were like the visual variety was pretty static, but I'm guessing there'll be like ice levels or right yeah, different, it's just, different it's, variety. It's so but, hard
0: to say without, yeah.
1: Yeah, but, but the gameplay, I thought they were mixing up quite a bit and even like just little things like the little touches of like when you're hanging onto a ledge, it's like you can either hold down and press the jump button to let go of it or you can press the L button to let go of it. Like it has nice. a lot of like different control inputs and like it just felt very intuitive to play. And like you said, like it. It did not have that stiff feel that it kind of looked like it had. It was just very like fluid feeling like you felt like you just wanted to keep running through these levels, like not speed run them per se, but like you're not really like methodically moving through them. It's like you wanted to keep that kinetic energy like moving forward and like just plowing through the club and enemies as you run by. It wasn't like, let me stop and let me think about this
0: situation. It was like, let me just forge forward yeah no very fast pace, and I, it didn't seem like there were any or many collectibles i i saw was there wondering was like about maybe that. one trophy in a level that we saw but uh in general it seems like uh no like just go go you, you see where to go just go there don't just worry to too end. much about there will be maybe some like little hidden rooms that just seem to hold like you know more f- like, food that you can, you know, choose to eat whenever to replenish your health, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it had,
1: like, a subtle, like, not quite, like, Hollow Knight, but, like, you get food and it fills up, like, these little chicken thigh drumsticks that, like, once you fill one up, you can hit A to refill one heart of health. Okay. Uh, So, a little bit of, like, a Hollow Knight mechanic to agree with that filling up your health. You're not gaining it by doing, you know, hitting enemies, but...
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm, uh... I, I should get this. I, I, I would should just get this. I, <laughs> I liked it. It's a game that's on my radar because it it's I was something- disappointed when there wasn't, you know, more left in the demo. Yeah. It's a good and, sign. and it's like it's just worth bringing up
1: because to me, it, it definitely if you just watch the trailer, it looks very generic. And I've played a lot of these two point five uh, D side scrollers that like. And, and demos, to be honest, that like, oh, they have a really cool visual aesthetic or something unique, but like in in action, like the mechanics don't feel that great. They feel right. a little stiff. They feel more like a lot of them that I've played, honestly, control more like like the old like Prince of Persia games Ooh, or, or out of this world that really like deliberate. Oh, yeah uh you know let, let the
2: animations mechanics. go through yeah
1: yeah because it's like all about style and this game is more like don't worry about the style too much it doesn't look bad by any means but it definitely has like a little bit of a stiffness to the animations which i think led to the gameplay looking stiff but in yeah. practice it, it really felt fluid to me it it looked uh i don't know it's on my radar as well I'm i'm definitely planning on grabbing this at some point so
2: heck yeah downloading the demo now
0: nice let's go (laughs) nice
1: well uh well i think that mostly wraps us up for this week although randall i know you uh you were wanting to potentially dig into something although i think it might be more appropriate to wait for uh for john gotta wait for
2: johnny i want to talk more dragon quest 11 i'm still still being played about 25 hours through so not even halfway through, but <laughs> collecting you, more crew members and and doing a lot more things and a few things that I definitely didn't mention the first time around that I'm kind of excited to talk about. So. only
1: with john though because yeah. we're me and dj aren't good enough unfortunately yeah. but that's okay yeah so that's a nice tease <laughs> for the next
0: episode yeah. Yeah.
1: Are, are you still enjoying yourself though like are you finding yourself like compelled to keep picking this game up again or is yeah. it something that you're like oh, i i i want i have to finish this game or is it still like i want to finish this game
2: it's still i want to finish this game although with something new and shiny like luigi's mansion coming you know that I was like, oh, I, I kind of want to play that a little bit. So maybe a little bit of that like new game shine has worn off of Dragon Quest 11. But it still has all those great values that I discussed before about how you know nice it is to play and the vibes of it. So that always keeps me coming back.
1: Yeah. And that's also just speaks to like why it's so great that Luigi's Mansion appears to be like a short ish experience. Yep. So you can like get in, get out and get back to like, you know. Keeping that background game going,
2: absolutely. And for what it's worth, I definitely will be talking more about
1: Luigi's Mansion as well. I'm excited. I'm All hoping. Right. I'm hoping I can join you in that conversation because I'm. I'm going to be picking up this game sooner than later. Please I think. do. It's great. But yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing a little more about Dragon Quest. Uh, hopefully next week. Hopefully we'll have John back with us. Heck yeah. And uh, we'd we'll dig into a little more JRPG action. I'm sure he's playing some more Final Fantasy. And uh, speaking of what else we're playing this month, we're for the month of November. We're all going to be playing Baba's is You, although I think we all other than John have not played it yet. But uh, but Podcast, we'll, I'm yeah. probably going to dig in this week. I'm kind of uh, been digging into all these bite sized like uh, twitchy platformers and stuff. And I, I'm kind of looking for something that's more of a head scratcher rather than a, a finesse, you know edge of my seat kind of gameplay so even though i don't think this is going to be an easy game by any stretch of uh the imagination i'm looking forward to a a change of pace for myself so same so yeah i think we can pretty much wrap it up there this week uh hopefully we'll dig into a little more dragon quest 11 a little more luigi's mansion maybe a little more race the sun if uh we can get randall on that race the sun action i will get on that action nice let's go nice (laughs) But, uh, but for the month of November, we're all going to be playing through, or maybe not through, I don't know if we're going to get to the end here, yeah. but uh, we're <laughs> going to be playing uh, <laughs> some Baba's You, uh, John's the only one of us that's dipped into it. I'm looking forward personally to the little bit of a change of pace. I've been playing a bunch of twitchy platformers and whatnot, Right. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the the head-scratching element as opposed to the finesse so uh yeah looking forward to that but if uh if you're looking for something new to play you can check out uh any of our previous episodes at uh, pursuingpixels.com or anywhere else that you find podcasts yes, uh, just is. search pursuing pixels we're on twitter instagram we're always posting about games that are on sale or games that we're playing currently so uh yeah check it out and hopefully you can find something new to play and let us know what you think if uh if you're on the same page as us or if you're uh couldn't uh think differently <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think more differently. Don't I should say uh, <laughs> I don't mind. We can we can do we can take a little criticism Final here. Take a little criticism. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think uh, I think we can wrap it up there for this week and uh, we'll catch you next week. Uh, take care and we'll see you then. See ya. Bye bye. Yeah, I'm excited to knock out another one and to play some new games. Yes, me too. Or some old games. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, a game I keep eyeing up for whatever reason is uh, Henry Hatsworth on <laughs> DS. I
2: legitimately almost bought that on eBay last week. I was talking to Tina about it. Because really? I don't own it for some reason. And it's like one of the only like kind of major DS games that's always caught my eye, but I never bought it. I, I played quite a bit of it back
1: when it around the time it came out or whenever I bought it. The concept, the um, concept of it seems awesome. Like I, It's sweet. Yeah. It's really fun and it's intense and it's hard, but it's kind of like DJ. It's like a platform. It's a puzzle platformer, but literally two separate elements. It's like a 2D side scrolling platformer on the top screen. And then every enemy you kill turns into a block that ends up on the bottom screen, which is like a puzzle mm-hmm. game. Oh, and you have to like. Then pause the game and like do a bunch of match three because it will like creep up into your play field or something. I forget exactly oh. how it works, but yeah, it's really cool.
0: Interesting.
1: I need to buy that game.
0: Uh, maybe I'll pop it
1: in. Maybe I'll do a little 3DS special next week. A little de- no, not even 3DS, regular DS. Regular DS. I know I, I, I am like I was playing Game Gear earlier. I am itching
2: to do a <laughs> retro pod at some point, honestly, which is like even more stuff, but like I love retro stuff.